We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. On a beautiful Monday afternoon, how we doing? Carton and Roberts, Craig is down on sunny vacation for a couple of days, checking out the family, making sure everybody's all right. Today, I don't know if you'll understand this reference, the mega powers come together. <laughs> Me and Keith McPherson for four and a half hours. How are you, sir? I like that you said mega powers because if we wanted to just talk sports, straight sports from right now to the end, it'd probably be the best show we've had in a while on this station. Are you wow? Sports. Look at this guy. <laughs> are you Hogan or are you Savage, by the way? Oh, I heard your reference. I guess I'm Hogan, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah, the macho <laughs> man. Now, you are the type of Yankee fan, tell me if I'm wrong here, who watched Anthony Volpe get a couple of hits, who watched Jason Dominguez hit a home run, who watched Clark Schmidt pitch brilliantly for a few innings, including unveiling that cutter. You are now fully convinced they're going to win the World Series, correct? <laughs> Am, nah. I, am I wrong here? Uh, I'm all in on winning a World Series. I've been for the uh, little bit of a drought the Yankees are in, but not from spring training. Uh, watching them in spring training is encouraging, but it's spring training. I'd like to remind people, it's it's spring training. You don't even know who some of these guys are on the field by the end of the game. You don't know who the guys pitching are. It's good. It's encouraging, but they're practicing. And uh, I think now in 2023, we just have so much coverage. I remember being young, and you couldn't see as many spring training games. You couldn't see all the videos from the reporters and every at-bat and all that stuff. So I'm trying not to buy too much into it. I think the Yankees are stacked again. I think they have a good team again and a good chance to make a run at it. But we ultimately all know what's standing in their way from getting back to a World Series. The evil bastards from Houston is basically what's standing in their yep. way. It was very good for two days, and I'm not sure how much people watched because it is spring training. I acknowledge that. The games don't count. What are you really looking for? I just loved being able to turn that TV on over the last couple of days and see baseball. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I've heard a lot of hubbubaloo about this pitch clock. And I want to make something very clear, Keith. For many, many years, I feel like an old man saying this, for many, many years, every once in a while there'd be a conversation on this station mm -hmm. where we would talk about baseball and baseball is dying and baseball needs this and baseball needs that. And what I'd always say for like a decade was that I love baseball. It's my favorite sport. It got me into sports. I love going to games. Baseball is my true number one. While I love the NFL and I love the NBA, it all started with my baseball. It's the first love. But the one thing I have felt for a decade and a half is that we've lost baseball. We lost it. Guys are too busy scratching their you-know-whats or stepping out of the batter's box or fixing their batting gloves, or pitchers have taken 54 seconds in between pitches, hello, Aroldis Chapman, hello, J. Riz Familia, that we needed a clock. 
So what I witnessed over the last 48 hours actually made me teary-eyed. Because for a long time, bro, I'm telling you, this is something I wanted so passionately because it's so needed. And as I was watching baseball for the last two days, Keith, I'll tell you something. I was never happier. (laughs) Because this is what it's supposed to be. And I'm an open-minded guy. I I don't like to say, you're stupid, or I don't understand your opinion. I try not to do that. I'm a friendly guy. But I want to be as kind as I can when I say this. If you call up this show today ripping the pitch clock, I wonder about you. I really do. I wonder what the hell you're thinking. I don't see the other side. I think the pitch clock is one of the great inventions in the history of baseball. What say you? Yeah, there's no going back now. What say, I mean, I'm watching this Mets game right now, back-to-back singles. Um, second one was by Tim LaCastro, former Yankee. So I'm listening to you, but I'm also watching the game. <laughs> and I was watching the games this weekend, and similar to you, I'm like, yo, I can't keep my eyes off of it. You can't take a break. You can't miss a pitch. The pitch clock is something that I, I said, okay, I'm not excited about it, but I'll give it a chance. And for so long, we've said there's no clock in baseball, right? That was like a thing for fans to say. Like, no clock in baseball sets the game apart. We needed this clock because it gives it a sense of urgency that the other sports have, whether it's um, the play clock, the shot clock, the power play. It just gives you this sense of urgency. Like, come on now. And I feel like these guys have gotten used to baseball being more like, all right, we take our time when I'm ready. And even the mind game of like, all right, I'm going to step in the box. I'm going to call time. I'm going to step out of the box, fix my gloves. Now it puts a sense of urgency on the pitcher, on the player, and I can't wait to see what it does to the fans in the ballpark. Well, I think the fans are going to pay attention. (laughs) That's what it's going to do. Like, you can't get distracted on your phone as easy. You can't go up, go to the bathroom, and only miss five pitches. Like, if Watch the game. Yes. (laughs) And it makes it easier to watch the game. And what boggles my mind is that many years ago, and I don't remember the exact year, I apologize, Major League Baseball wrote a rule that said, hey, you have to get in the batter's box. Hey, you have to throw a pitch. And believe it or not, I think the rule was 12 seconds. Except the umpires never enforced it. Not one time. You have been to hundreds of baseball games like I have. I never remember watching a baseball game and seeing an umpire actually enforce the rule. I think it was rule like 8-5. Not even kidding you. It was on the books. You have to throw the baseball within 12 seconds. But the umpires, we'll just blame Angel Hernandez because he's the worst umpire ever, decided never to enforce it. What this clock does, and why I love it so much, is they're enforcing a rule that's existed. Yeah. Except because there was no clock and because the umpires, for whatever reason, I don't know the reason why they didn't enforce it, they never did. So all we're seeing over the last few days, and I implore people, anybody who hates this, Watch a freaking baseball game. Because the thing I'm noticing from the few people I've seen that hate this, they haven't watched a baseball game. I don't even think they watched (laughs) yesterday's game. And I get it. It's spring training. I'm not forcing anyone to watch spring training. But watch a full baseball game and then actually tell me and tell Keith, oh, yeah, that sucks. That's awful. It's too quick. I I, I, I can't concentrate. People hate everything, though. It's just part of it, right? I I think we said earlier, uh, you know, talking before the show, I want to hear from the people like you and I that go to the actual games, that come home and still watch late games. Like the actual fans. I don't want people helicoptering to say, oh, this is ruining baseball. This is What are you talking about? This is good, right? You mentioned the umpires. Come on, Blue. You stay locked in too, right? Because sometimes between pitches, these guys get so long in between, they forget what's a ball and a strike. Their strike zone is changing. Mm -hmm. So keep them locked in as well with having to monitor the pitch clock, the pitcher, the hitter. Let's get it going. And I think baseball games, we're already seeing the numbers from this weekend. 
lot of those games were fast. I think the Yankees had a game where they played over three hours. Whatever is going to happen. But for the most part, these games are going to be faster, and you're looking at the other sports. How long is an NBA game? You go see the Nets, it's two and a half hours. I go see the Devils, it's about two and a half hours. We're getting baseball closer to that two and a half hour mark where people won't be able to say the game is slow, it's boring, it takes forever. Well, think about it. You're also getting the same amount of action. Like, the same amount of pitches that would be thrown in a baseball game from a year ago that took three hours and ten minutes, you're going to get the exact same amount of action just in a smaller period of time. That's what you're doing. Like, we're not taking away baseball from anybody. You're not. Now, you're taking away the downtime from baseball, sure. You're taking away those moments. And I hate to pick on specific guys, but I swear to you, this has bothered me for a long time. So I know the names, mm-hmm. and I'll name the names of guys who took forever. Jairus Familia and Aroldis Chapman. You guys embarrassed yourselves. I'm yeah. telling you right now. <laughs> we know. As a New York baseball fan, and this has nothing to do with performance, this has nothing to do with off-the-field stuff either. I'm talking strictly time between pitches. I watched you. I watched both of you. You abuse the system. I'll tell you another guy, your guy, A-Rod. A-Rod, how many times you got to adjust? Really? We get it's there. You don't have to adjust it 55 times. This guy was the king of taking his time. He needed all eyes on him. He needed to make sure everybody was watching. Of course. Get your beers, get back to your seat. A-Rod is batting. Of course. I mean, you know, and you mentioned Chapman, right? Well, if, if you're not confident in what you're going to throw over the plate, you need a little extra time. I like what it's going to do to the pitchers and the hitters. I'm hearing about disadvantages for the hitters. or for the, I don't think there's any disadvantage. Be on your game. Be ready to go. We're live. Play ball. You're right. I, I'll give you something I found fascinating, and I figured this out during the offseason. There was a guy, there's a pitcher here in this town who used to be one of the slowest workers in baseball, and then he changed. He changed his pace to the point where last year he was one of the fastest working pitchers in all of baseball. And when I tell you the name, you're going to say, wow, that must have been a performance thing. Like, he went from working slowly and sucking Mm -hmm. to working fast and being awesome. And that guy's name is Edwin Diaz. Yeah, that's where I arrived in my head. Edwin Diaz (laughs) last year was the fastest working reliever in baseball. That's why. If you call up today, because I heard Pete Hoffman try to tell me this the other day. They try to say, what about late in game? What about the drama of late in games? You lose it. It's too quick. Did you not have drama Met fans last year? Did you like the ninth inning last year? Was that too quick for you? Because Edwin Diaz blew the pitch clock away last year because that was the rhythm he was pitching to, and apparently it worked for him, which is great for the Mets and great for Edwin Diaz. But I don't remember ever hearing a Met fan call this station and say, you know, I'm sorry, i got to bring this up. As great as Diaz has been, he's working too fast. Nah, it's closing time. That's the whole point. (laughs) The show's over. We're locking this down. I love it. Uh, remember your guy Stroman used to quick pitch guys? Yeah, yeah. Like, this is not really a new thing. What's new is that now you can physically see the clock, and that's one thing from the weekend we talked about. I'm like, is, okay, we don't know. Is there going to be a little bug, a little score bug next to the score bug with the you know clock running down? Is it going to be visible? And we're looking at spring training ballparks, not actual ballparks. So when we see it behind the batter, behind the ump, behind the catcher, that's, you know, just – how they had it displayed at that park. Uh, I'm interested to see those two things. Once we get into the regular season, where is it displayed? I think you told me that it's really just going to be once it gets under, like, I don't know, seven, once we're really counting down. So on Friday, when they had, like, two spring training games, out of just morbid curiosity, I put it on my tablet Mm -hmm. just to see. And the clock was there at all times. It was right behind home plate. So my impression was, okay, the clock is going to be visible for us as viewers all the time. Apparently, I was wrong because then on Saturday, 
when I'm watching Mets Astros and eventually Mets Marlins and the Yankees play the game, I'm noticing that the clock is not visible. They're figuring it out. It's spring training for the pitch clock too, right? Well, do you want to see it though? I or don't. I don't want to see it. Okay. I think if if we see it, it stands out more. It's in your mind more. I agree. It becomes more of a thing. If we don't see it. The pace is just there, and the pace of play is faster, and everyone gets used to it quicker. I, I think I agree with you because initially I said it's kind of cool to see the clock. Then after watching Saturday and Sunday, what they did on Yes and what they did on SNY, and I think this is what they're going to do, is you never see the clock, but in the bug, they will show you the number when it gets to 7. Yeah. So as that number is at 7, you'll start to see it. And watching these games yesterday, I watched the Yankees and I watched the Mets because I'm not big of a loser. But I didn't score Sunday's game. I know the Suns scored yesterday's game. I watched, but I did score it. (laughs) Got to add that. (laughs) I'm not that big of a loser. I'm not scoring every spring training But it was was sort of cheating. But you thought about it. You thought about (laughs) it. It went through my mind. Well, the funny part is my oldest son loves baseball, right? And and I think this is interesting for a kid like him. He's six years old, right? They have no attention span. And he says to me, Daddy, I want to score tonight's game. I was like, oh, okay. I'm not going to, but you can. So I guess I was scoring, like, via him. And in the first inning, this is what my son says about the uh, the pitch clock. He looks up and says, I don't think I like it. I said, excuse me? <laughs> At six, he I hasn't said, seen much baseball. But I said, well, what are you talking about? He's like, well, Dad, it takes me time to put down the ball and to write the play in. I don't have enough time. He'll I develop. Said, You'll develop that, Jet. <laughs> You're, you'll be fine. By the fifth inning, he loved it. So he, he's... Quick learner. <laughs> well, yeah, because it is noticeable at first. Yeah. Like, it jumps out at you because we are so accustomed now to pitchers and batters. I want to blame everybody equally on this. Taking forever in between pitches. Like, you're used to it. I'm used to it. So to see that kind of pace change initially, it feels weird, no doubt. In my house, I'm, like, doing laundry, cleaning up. And I think someone walked. Maybe it was Oswaldo Cabrera. And I'm like, wait, I missed that. <laughs> like, you have to watch the game because a five-pitch walk can happen that fast. You can't look away. You can't go check on the dryer because you're going to miss pitches. And I like that. Baseball is a game where, like I said, I feel like you give these guys an inch, they take a mile, right? And it's all a, a mind game. Let's throw off this pitcher's timing. Let's mess with this guy. Let's step out. Let's No, let's go. Let's throw the pitch over the plate. Let's get action. And with these new rules, I think it's going to be an exciting season. And we're stepping into the future of baseball, which has been needed for a long time. No doubt. And look, there's a lot of things in baseball that you and I would disagree about. I'm just assuming because you're a Yankee fan that you probably always wanted the DH to come to the National League. Mm, I I've just never really had a hard stance on it. Okay, fair enough. I, I know I, some people, no, you can't ruin National League baseball. This well, has been, but like, what it, do you do you okay? So here's a perfect example for you: Masahiro Tanaka yeah. against the Mets gets on base. I think he he strained both his hamstrings running around. I don't want to see these pitchers get put in athletic positions where they have to hit, where they have to steal bases, where they have to run. Let these guys focus on pitching and let the professional hitters be see, the hitters. See, I disagree with you, and I'm not going to relitigate the DH debate, but I understood where you were coming from. I lost the debate, okay? The DH is now taken over the National League, and I've accepted it. I don't really have any other choice. But I used to fight and argue with guys and gals about the DH. I would argue even about interleague play. But I could see your side of things. I want to be as nice as I can when I say this. I don't see the other side of the pitch clock. I've heard people try to make points, and I think all their points are flawed. I don't mean to sound like a jackass, but it's true. Like these people, I haven't heard one viable they response. They hate to hate. They have to counter. They can't like it. I think I heard a caller today talk about, you know, like baseball is supposed to be. I don't care what it's supposed to be. 
We're moving into the future. There's going to be no more Sundays of you just listening to the radio and there's a minute between pitches because this guy stepped out, this pitcher needs a new ball. We saw that with uh, Karen Check from Cleveland. He, right. he tried to, all right, I need a new ball. <laughs> hey, it's spring training for the pitch clock as well. And then I also heard that the World Baseball Classic is not going to have the pitch clock and the new rules. Yes. So that's kind of counterproductive mm-hmm. to the guys going and playing in that tournament and then having less time adapting and then stepping right into Major League Baseball. So but I'm going to give you a weird view on why no rules for the WBC is the best thing that could ever happen. Mm-hmm. For anybody out there right now that thinks I'm crazy or Keith's crazy and hates the pitch clock, watch the World Baseball Classic. I want you to watch it. I want you to watch that after you watch the spring training game or two. Then I want you to come back and watch spring training again. And I dare you, I defy you to say that was better baseball. It you won't. won't. Be. You it won't, won't say it because it's not long. true. Because it's going to take an hour and a half every time a Cuban pitcher wants to change pitches. I've seen it. And that's what it is, too, right? We're taking teams from Japan, the Netherlands, Mexico, Cuba, the Dominican. Like, all of these different players from different countries. You can't implement Major League Baseball's totally. new rules on these guys. But 100%. I'm 100% with you. When we do watch from March 8th on the World Baseball Classic and we get to see the contrast, the difference, give it a couple weeks. And it is it's like two weeks from now, not even. March 8th is is the week after this one. We will now be accustomed. You, your eyes and your mind, it's going to be trained quickly. We will be accustomed to how fast the game is or at least how much action we get okay, this guy's on first, here's another hit, versus the World Baseball Classic where it's like, hey, the ball hasn't been put into play for the last 10 minutes. Yeah, I I remember I went to the first ever WBC in 06, and the pace of play was slower than regular baseball. And it jumped out at me. Because the finals that year, if memory serves correct, was Japan against Cuba. So you saw a lot of guys we'd never seen before because those guys hadn't defected from Cuba, and a lot of the guys on Team Japan just hadn't come over to the United States. Mm -hmm. And a lot of Japanese pitchers work real slow. Daisuke Matsuzaka was famous for it. Just worked really, really slow. I think it's one of the adjustments Kodai Senga is going to have to make, not only coming to Major League Baseball, but coming over to the U.S. They work at a slow pace. I don't know the reason. It is what it is. And I remember watching those games saying, this is different. This is way too slow. And baseball sort of morphed into that over the last decade and a half. So when you watch, if anybody chooses to, because I don't know if anybody cares about the WBC, but if you put it on for a few innings, the difference is going to be so obvious. Yeah. And the other thing people could do, and I'm crazy enough where I've done this, watch old games. Put a game on from 20, 30 years ago. Dude, the pace of play was different. Yeah, they're getting after it because they're competing. <laughs> and I want to throw a strike. I want to get you out. I want to work quickly, especially if you're if you're a pitcher in a groove or if you're a hitter coming back to the plate and you, you saw the ball, that your first at bat, you're feeling good about yourself. You want to get back. In the box, the one thing I don't like. Go. What do you What do you not like? I enjoy walk up songs. I enjoy Yankee Stadium <laughs> turning up. Number ninety nine, Aaron Judge, and you hear Pop Smoke. I'm the king of New York, mellow. Like everybody has right. a moment as Judge is like, and like Judge, like just using him as the example. He like has this like strut to him. It's not a cocky strut. It's just like I know I'm the boss. I know I'm the man out here. And then he comes to the plate, and then everybody's locked in because you know he's going to do something like hit a home run or extra base hit. Them rushing these guys to the plate, I think that the, at least, like, let us get the walk-up songs. Don't shorten the walk-up songs. Let these guys get their time to step up to the plate 
and don't cut that shorter. Yeah, you know what's funny? The, I think the number's 30 seconds in between batters. I don't have a problem with that. Like, that's fine because I never thought that was an issue. Like, watching baseball over the last decade and a half, I never thought there's too much time between batters. I always thought there was too much time in between pitches. Mm-hmm. So if you want to give guys more time so they could dance their way to home plate to their walk-up song, yeah. that's fine. I, I'm not going to argue I, about I that. I enjoy that. I think that's a part of the game that we don't need to take any time from. I get speeding it up, but speed it up, like you said, in between pitches. That's where we can really, like, put a sense of urgency. That's all this is to me. Watching it, and, you know, I'm a new hockey fan, what – like got me about hockey going to see it live. You can't look at your phone. You can't look down. Right. Somebody's firing that puck. Someone's got a feed to another guy and assist. Boom. And it's like you miss it if you look down for a second. In baseball, it's going to become more like must-see TV. And I can't wait to see what it's like in the ballpark. I told you the bleacher creature is going to be out there. There's going to be 20 seconds on the clock. Bleacher creature is going to be like 10, <laughs> 9, 8. <laughs> well, I love the fact that Max Scherzer right off the top is telling you his strategy. And we saw it yesterday where a batter gets one timeout. So they use their timeout early in the at-bat. They've got to be set by the 8-second mark. So they've used their timeout. Batter set at the 8-second mark. And Max Scherzer now owns the hitter. Mm -hmm. He stands there and decides, when in these eight seconds do I want to pitch? He can't call timeout again, so he waits on me. And that's like the new cat-and-mouse game. Like Everybody loves cat-and-mouse games in baseball. There's a new cat-and-mouse game. It's a new strategy to baseball. And I'm, dude, I'm loving it. I thought the last 48 hours of baseball was was so needed. And I can't wait to watch it in the regular season because I think it was necessary and I'm so glad it's happened. And I think anybody out there right now that doesn't love it, you're going to realize real soon how wrong you are. It's the greatest change to baseball in the last 40 years. And I use 40 years because that's my time, I guess, on this earth as a baseball fan. I'm about to turn 40. There's nothing they've done. Certainly not interleague play, the DH, the expansion of the wild card. Nothing has been as good as this. Yeah, it creates excitement around the game. People that don't really watch the game are like, oh, new clock? Pitch clock? Oh, let me watch a little bit and let me see what's going on. There's all these people tweeting about this and why I just pointed to the TV. Shout out to Tony Rassiope. Tony Rassiope is a quarterback coach. He's at the Met game. Mets fan with his entire family. Shout out to his wife and his Look two at kids. That. Tony Rassiope, uh, a guy I looked up to. I went to see him down at Rowan years ago. He is a quarterback coach that coached Kenny Pickett, and I'm connected to from Ocean Township High School. Kenny Pickett, I played quarterback. I I like to tell people I crawled so Kenny could walk, or better yet, (laughs) I walked so Kenny could run. You could also claim you discovered Kenny Pickett. You go with that. I I knew about him when he was 11, coming to Big Red Football (laughs) Camp. I'm on with Evan, and I look at the TV, and it's hard for me to not watch this Mets game right now. I'm paying attention. Look at you. And uh, the camera goes to the crowd, and our old pal, well, my pal, Tony Rassiopi, who is a quarterback coach, QB guru, uh, who definitely helped Kenny Pickett, was with Kenny Pickett at the Combine last year, throwing in the hallways. We're coming up on the Combine. That was a a cool moment for me to see a guy from my town on screen. And he's getting to do what every person should do once in their life, hang out at spring training and watch meaningless baseball. Wish I could go. Wish I could be down there. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Life has changed, so I don't do it very much often, that's for sure. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.